Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, and I am the Dream Business Coach coming to you from Westchester, Pennsylvania today. <laughs> yes, no longer floating, which is a temporary situation. I have a wonderful guest today. Elizabeth Pampalone is a marketing minimalist, which is really caught my attention because I'm a marketer and she's a marketer, but minimalist. And, you know, when Stephanie and I were uh, doing our floating lifestyle, we, we, suddenly found out we were minimalist. And um, so I'm curious what a marketing minimalist is. She's also an award-winning international speaker and podcaster. She has developed proven formulas that help herself and her clients to create years of marketing in just five days, years, or maybe one year. I might have read that wrong. Her innovative approach helps overwhelmed business owners and burnt out nonprofit directors to achieve success and freedom through the power of absolute marketing. Elizabeth, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And you're from uh, my old home state of Florida, which is a great state. (laughs) And, um, you know, I always tell people I get pitched probably, you know, 10 to 12 times a week for guests and it's a weekly show. So I'm Get, I, I'm very blessed to be uh, selective in who I, I bring on. It's a, My podcast is now 10 years old. I think this is episode 517, <laughs> which is kind of wow. cool. But I loved your uh, I loved your information. I love talking to other marketers. My audience is um, largely entrepreneurs and small business owners, and they know, you know marketing is really the driving engine of growth. So before we dive into all of that, um, you know, I, I've learned from my listeners that they also love the backstory because being an entrepreneur can be difficult for some of us, you mm-hmm. know, especially the early years. So tell us a little bit about your background. Did did you know you were going to be an entrepreneur? Did you did you have any uh, inspiration from either parents or grandparents or did you just did you suddenly lose your job like I did and figure out, well, let's just start a business. Give us a little bit of your your backstory, if you would. Yeah, of course. Um, I actually, my mom was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was as well, but it wasn't really something that I set out to do. Um, I actually went to school for programming, so I'm I'm technically a computer programmer. programming. Yes, and um, I did that for a while, and um, I was 20 years old, got married, just graduated, just got my first job. And you got then, married at 20 years old. Yeah, I did. So did, so, <laughs> so did we, you know, it's funny. I don't mean to interrupt you, but um, so as you and I are recording this, my wife and I just spent four days watching two of our grandkids. And I'm like, thank God we started early because <laughs> that was intense. I mean, the energy, yeah. but anyway, good for you. So, well, unfortunately, uh, this is where the story takes a sad turn. My husband left after three weeks, uh, well, three months, sort of, I mean, three weeks, three months, it was kind of somewhere in there. Uh, And I was basically 21 and divorced. And I couldn't really hold my job because it was so demanding. And I just was not mentally able to do that. So you must have been an emotional wreck at that point, I I can imagine. And and starting a business is pretty difficult. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I just thought, you know what, I need to quit my job and just do little jobs. And then we moved, my whole family moved to Florida 
from Ohio and um, I got, I moved with them because I really didn't have anywhere else to go or anything else to do. <laughs> and uh, when I came here, I, I decided that I needed to do something else because I was overqualified for this job, underqualified for that job. And it was yeah. the beginning of the recession, beginning of the housing bubble bursting. And uh, just there wasn't really much going on. So I thought I'll start something myself. I started teaching computer classes at senior centers. And that turned into helping people in their homes with their computers, a lot of, of older people. Um, and I did that for 10 years. And um, I ended up starting a second business, which was the marketing business, because obviously I had to market myself for all of those things. And I had that as kind of my background with the programming and knowing how to do websites and all that kind of stuff. And um, during that time, I met my second husband, who we've been married for 10 years now. He worked with me for a while and then we sold the computer repair business. He went on to go back into construction and do his thing. And I just kept the marketing business. And around that time, um, I was getting burnt out with the marketing business because I kept running into people who were just not wanting to give me their time. They would hire me for several thousand dollars to help them with their website, help them with their brand. And then they would tell me they didn't have time for me. And we would get down to the last day of their contract. And instead of me telling them, hey, I'm going to have to charge you an extra $500, $1,000 every week that you go over your contract because I had new people coming in for their contracts. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have time to work with everybody all, like, all at the same time. They would send me everything they had on the last day of the contract in this fury of like <laughs> panic. And then I would feel obligated and feel bad which wasn't my fault, but I would feel bad. And uh, then they would, I would cancel everything on my calendar and literally just finish their website in a day. Sure. And sure. so I thought, why am I killing myself for 30 days? And then also on the last day as well. <laughs> so I thought if I could just get these people to sit down in front of me for one day, just literally just one day, just sit with me for one day, then I can get what they need done and they will feel better. They will feel like it's off their plate. They will know that they've done what they needed to, and they can move on with their lives. So I started, uh, I took everything off my website and I started doing just websites in a day. And then I started doing brands in a day and 12 months of social posts in a day and kind of grew from there. And so now I have a, a five day system that most people use. Um, some people will do a three day system, but in total, there are actually eight optional days that you can choose from to build your three or five days that you want to. So, you know, what's interesting about your story, and this is exactly why I always ask that question is in the pain of having customers who are unresponsive and unrealistic in their expectations. Mm -hmm. All right. You discovered a need, which is that um, there are people and and look at it, there are there are good people who are just pulled in all directions. So it's not right. like they're sitting there, you know, by the pool. And then on the last day, well, let's get Elizabeth right. what she needs. You know, there people are very, very busy when they're entrepreneurs, especially in service based businesses where you where you actually have client face to face client work. But anyway, you decided that, wow, there's a need here. And let's face it, a website in one day is not going to be as good as a website. You take 30 days to build, but it's a website and it's a starting point. Is that how you view that? Well, actually, I was able to do the same amount of work I was able to do in 30 days. Wow. Because what happens is people tweak their sites over time anyway. And so they're never going to get it perfect and they're never going to have to like leave it and never touch it. Right. So right. they're going to write something and then in six months, they're going to need to look back at it and go, 
oh yeah, we don't really do that anymore. I need to take that up that bit out, or I, I need to add this. We just added this service and I really need to make sure that it's on here. So it's more of uh, helping them to realize that one, they can maintain it themselves, which is what the full day is also part of that. They're, they're sitting with me. Like they have to be there. I need their brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can't rent their brain to me and go somewhere else. Um, and so I make them sit there with me and I ask them tons of questions and get them to write a lot of the things and then actually get them to add it to the website themselves. So they can see that, yeah, building it out might have been a little more difficult and you might need some more technical knowledge to get it started and up and running. But once it's built out, now they can go back in and say, oh, yeah, we took that off. We don't do that anymore. Or, hey, we added this thing. We do this now. Or, hey, I need this new page for this new event we're doing and I need to be able to sell you know, our ticket online. And so there's little things like that that they learn during the, the session as well that helps them to be more self-sufficient going forward into the future. So this is not necessarily an investment one time for a website that's going to last them two to three to five years. This is also an investment in themselves or in their marketing person or whoever they bring with them to actually be able to not have that maintenance package ongoing forever and ever, that they can do these things themselves on the fly as needed and feel confident doing that. Well, what's, so the pricing model, did that change? I mean, you're saying you're doing the same work in a day as 30 days, which is, I'm having a hard time grasping that, but let's say it's the case. (laughs) But what, I mean, I'm, one of the things I teach my clients in the mastermind is price elasticity. And one of the things people will pay a premium for is convenience and speed of delivery. How did your pricing model, did it change at all or? It did. At the time, it was kind of drastic because- I was only able to take on two clients a month Mm -hmm. at the time, um, the way I was doing it before I was charging anywhere between 3000 or 2,500 to $3,500 per website. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes that included branding. So, you know, that was quite a bit. Whereas when I went to the day model, I decided that if I wanted someone to do you know, their brand and their website together, which is preferable, you know, when you're trying to kind of rebrand someone and get them all kind of cleaned up as far as the way they look and their aesthetic. Um, You want to start with the brand and then do the website right after that. So I thought, well, if they do two days, that's, you know, around $3,000. So I thought, well, $1,500 a day. So I literally dropped my price in half of for like one service um, of what it was before, but I was kind of approaching it from the fact that they're probably going to do two days. They're probably going to need two days. And so that's what I'll, I'll make it. It'll be three grand. It'll be the same. Um, but I, I could take on more clients in a month. I could take on one a week, two a week. Um, if they were doing one day or two days, it didn't matter. So I knew that I was going to make more in the long run, even if my price was much lower per day. Well, right. at this point I've been in business doing this for five years. (laughs) And my price has gone up since then, um, just due to the volume that we've been doing and um, the types of things that we get involved in and the the way the process has evolved and what we offer per day, how much, Mm -hmm. how much actually you get done per day now, because we've actually been able to streamline the process to the point where you walk away with literally so much more than you did at the beginning. So I have a flat day rate still, and it's, it's on our website. Um, And if it changes, it changes on the website. And people can literally just book a call with me and they tell me what they're looking at, what their problems are, what they're having issues with and what they're trying to accomplish. And then I see if it's, if this kind of thing is a good fit, if it's not, I pass them on to someone else. And if it is a good fit, then I literally ask them like, okay, when do you want this done? Because 
you know, I've got these days available, but you know, <laughs> when you want it done. <laughs> it might um, not be available in 10 minutes, right? <laughs> right, exactly, uh, which has happened actually. Um, and so, so Elizabeth, how is it yeah. possible? I'm sorry to interrupt you. How is it possible yeah. to do what normally would take, you know, weeks or possibly a month, although it's not a month of steady yeah. work. How could you possibly turn that around so quickly in a day? I mean, branding, unless unless you or you have someone on your team actually, but even doing logos or colors and things, you, you still yeah. have to have a little bit of thought time. And it's about, really, it's about decision-making. Um, a lot of people, you know, I can make decisions really quickly. You know, when I'm designing a logo, I know what fits. I know what feels right. There's there's some designers that design based on this is what they were taught. This is how they were shown how to do it. And so they have this process, right? And it takes them a long time. Like you said, there's a lot of thinking time involved. But as a designer myself, I have really found that I'm more on the creative side, um, but I have this technical background. And so I do it a lot off of feeling. I know when something feels right. I know when something feels wrong. I know when it's almost right, but not quite there, which happens sometimes. So when we do a brand in a day, we might spend the first hour or two on, you know, really developing like the the messaging, the mission, the vision, the values we're working on, um, you know, the name of the company, is that the right thing? You know, whatever those types of pieces are that we need to work on is the foundation. And then the second part of the day, um, maybe another two hours or so, we're working on the color scheme and what do these colors mean and color psychology. And because I've done this so many times, I mean, a lot of the colors I know, we go through shade books. Um, I actually use a lot of tools. I don't actually do a lot of the color um, paletting myself anymore. I just, I have a tool that brings up a bunch of color palettes and I look through them with the client and they kind of see what stands out to them. I pull what stands out to me. Uh, when we start with a brand in a day, we're doing a lot of the pieces really quickly and making decisions really quickly. So um, a lot of it has to do with me being able to design by feel um, and being able to get the client to make a decision on some things because a lot of these things can be changed later, right? It's not that they have to keep this forever and ever, but we want to design something that's long, has longevity. I'm just curious when you're talking yeah. to your clients, do you, is that something you're, you're mentioning ahead of time? Like, yeah, this is a, not a starting point, but this is going to be editable or changeable or yeah, upgraded. Absolutely. Something. Okay. Absolutely. Because they also know that they've been through this process many times already. Um, they've worked with multiple people. They've had other people design their websites and one, one, actually many, um, several people have, have come to me at the point where they've spent tens of thousands of dollars on websites or brands even, um, that took years, like a year plus from their designers. And a lot of times it was because of the communication time. So a lot of the decision-making that's done really quickly is what you would see normally a decision would be made over a two week period and like 30 emails. Okay. And so we're just literally sitting in front of each other and I'm like, do you like this color scheme? Uh, does this resonate with who you are? Here are the reasons that we would use these colors. This is what blue means. This is what this green means. This is what the shade of purple means, you know, and does that resonate with what we've just written about in our mission, vision and values and all that kind of stuff. So you know, we're looking, we're just kind of checking against our work, basically, mm -hmm. as we build a piece, we're going back and saying, does this fit? Okay. And um, a lot of times people don't want to labor over the decisions and the ones that do, they get less done, but they still get things done. They just get less, if that makes sense. So yeah. someone who's making quick decisions 
they're going to get their website and they're going to have a, maybe a small funnel and they're going to have more stuff on their site that's interactive. Whereas someone who's making slower decisions is going to have a more simple site. They're going to be able, they're going to be writing things slower. They're going to maybe have a few gaps where they have to go back in and add a few bits of text where they didn't want to sit and write it right now. Right. Um, and so it's kind of up to them how much they want to get in. I like to get in as much as I can in a day. And that goes for all the days, whether we're doing a funnel, whether we're building emails, whether we're doing social media. Um, so you do, fu you do funnels as well as websites and do you, yeah. write, do you write, e so you must write email copy then. Yes. Yeah. We do all of that and they're each their own day. So like email funnels and email marketing is one day, 12 months of social posts is one day. We even start podcasts in a day. So there's, there's a lot of that. We do memberships in a day. So a lot of people want a membership platform. So we go through that whole thing, the pricing, what they're going to offer, putting the content together, building out this, the agenda, like all that stuff um, is, is what we do in like one day as a session. So each thing is kind of siloed so they can actually feel accomplished. And one thing is fully done when they walk away. Wow. That's crazy. So um, in your bio, I, I read marketing minimalist. Is that, did you yeah. come up with that? Or is that something you heard? <laughs> what, I did. What's I the origin of that? of that? So it was because a lot of people started describing what I was doing with the in a day sessions as um, leaving out all the fluff mm. of marketing. And okay. so I've already been, I've been a minimalist for several years and just in my life and, and my home and my clothing, all that stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm a marketing minimalist. So like I don't need all the other junk. I don't need all the extras because people will come to me who have businesses where they are focused on people in their fifties, let's say that's their ideal market. Right. And they'll come to me and go, okay, what, what about TikTok? What about Instagram? What about, and I'm like, why? And they're like, wait, what, what do you mean? Why? I mean, I have to. And I said, why is your audience there? No, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> and so I show them the demographics and they're like, well, yeah, why would I even do that? They're, my people aren't even there. I need to focus on where my people are. And then they walk away going, wow, I didn't like, I feel such a weight off. Like I didn't have to do all the things that everyone else told me I had to do because it wasn't right for my model, for my business, et cetera. So um, a lot of my testimonial videos that are on my website, which are from clients when I, I literally film them as soon as they're done with their session, I just film them for like 30 seconds mm -hmm. and get their little take on their last few days with me. And a lot of them, they say like, we, she took all the fluff out of everything. Like where there's, it's just what I need. It's none of the, none of the extra stuff. And so absolute marketing is, is that the name of your, your company right now? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, what is absolute marketing? I mean, I, I imagine it's like uh, the things you absolutely have to have. Like <laughs> I'm always curious yeah. about the origin. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's basically like the only marketing you need. That was my thing. Like it's absolute. It's, it's the thing. It's the only thing. Like you don't need anything else. So that's kind of my, my plan with, with those with that wording. <laughs> well, that's very cool. Now, do you work with, um, I mean, everybody's got like a, a, a sweet spot or a niche. And um, so do you work with service-based entrepreneurs or um, coaches on like, yeah, what's your sweet I've, spot? I've worked with both um, service and product-based like retail as well. Um, I definitely have more experience in the service industry. Um, you know, definitely a lot of coaches, a lot of, um, you know, personal trainers and even like doctors, a lot of the new functional medicine doctors, chiropractors, um, nurse practitioners, um, done a lot with that. 
I've also worked a lot with, um, you know, the trades as well. So things like roofing and um, plumbing and um, gutters and people that actually do like remodeling and home building. I've done industrial contracting. I've done um, con- like just general contractors work. Uh, people who do just like blogging, like they're just more blog based. Uh-huh. Um, so, so there's been just a whole different groups of different people, but most of it's been service based. Some of it's been product based. So I've done a lot of e-commerce. I've done some memberships. Um, but, Where, but yeah, what was your background in funnels? Was that through Russell or just your own? No, nope, just my, or... just from everything I've learned over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years, uh, marketing it for 20 years in total with small businesses. And then I've owned my own business for 15. So oh, um, for you. it's been, it's been a lot of trial and error on my own part for my own mm-hmm. business. And then a lot of just, you know, online classes and just seeing what other people are doing, working with other marketers, uh, going to a ton of, before the pandemic anyway, a um, ton of meetups and a ton of just, you know, conferences and things like that to really gain that extra like CEU knowledge, if you will, like that right. extra continuing education stuff. Um, I'm, I'm really fascinated with the whole um, minimalist and, and website in a day and things like that. I, I, I admit that's a p- part of me is slightly skeptical, but then <laughs> as you said, no, I'm just being honest, but part of it is um, it is the starting point. But the other thing about, um, you know, as a, as a small business owner, another thing that I teach is slowing down the sale. And I don't mean slowing down the original sale, but don't try and go from Hi, I'm Jim. Here's my very high-end program, yes. right? You know, right. you do one thing that leads to another that builds trust. It leads to another. Next thing you know, they're like, I want it all. We're right. going from, hi, you know, uh, I'm Jim or Elizabeth. Here's my big program. Then they kind of, well, let's take out this. And then you're backsliding and it never goes well. So this really appeals to me. I I mean, I can see this having a a lot of uh, potential. The other thing which I'm fascinated with, Elizabeth, is the minimalist approach. Um, You know, my wife, Stephanie, says, I have the patience of a net. I'm literally the most (laughs) impatient person you'll ever see. So like if I go to a website, like I'm looking for something and and I don't see it, I I mean, in 1.2 milliseconds, if I don't see what I need, I'm gone, hitting the backspace, going to the next one. So these websites that, you know, I don't mean of yesteryear because that makes me sound a little older than I am. <laughs> but these websites where there's like 32 pages, click here, click there, scroll up. Oh, yeah, oh no. look for the red box. I mean, no, 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 no. I need to find what I need. And and honestly, I'm I know I'm preaching to the choir, but if somebody hits your page and it goes, Oh, this is what I'm looking for, like right off the bat, which yeah. is a feel. Uh, it's it's certainly the headline or the image has to do that first before they're right. going to even scroll. So talk about the whole minimalist approach. Um, did you, and two part question, and then did you build websites? I'll say back in the day, I did. another I did. old term that had 38,000 pages. And, and what's your average website size today? So I used to build in HTML straight, like mm-hmm. notepad, notepad plus plus, um, and I mean, Notepad++ was my jam. Uh, I love just hand coding sites. And then someone told me about WordPress in 2007. And I was like, oh, how dare you? You're one of those plebes who uses the pre-made sites. Oh, yeah, the, the WYSIWYG. Remember that time? <laughs> right? I was like, this is horrible. And then, um, of course, I became a convert and I ended up teaching for WordPress for 10 years uh, as a trainer in a lot of their WordCamps. 
And then when I moved to this new in a day platform, WordPress is not feasible. And also WordPress, just for me, from, for my clients that I've worked with and for the people that I try to help, it's not feasible anymore because there's so many things, unless you're a very technical person or you have a marketing background or you have a technical background, WordPress right now has a lot of security stuff that you have to take care of, a lot of, you know, care and feeding and not everybody can do that. And so, um, and when I switched to this in a day, it was just not feasible to set up an entire WordPress site in a day. So I switched to Squarespace, which is still not perfect, but it was something that I could use for my clients that they could care and feed very, <clears throat> care and feed very easily that they could um, update on the fly, they could learn really quickly, and I could build in really quickly. And it would last them for like three to five years, which is when they'd have to look at the new technologies anyway. Um, And probably their business had changed by that point also. So um, my initial pages, I've always kept them fairly simple. Um, I always do a sitemap when we start on the website day. That's the first thing we do. We literally get a piece of paper out and we write out a sitemap. Um, of what's going to be on this page. What do we need to include here? Is there going to be a jobs page or a career page? Um, are we going to have, you know, our home about contacts, kind of our standard? Um, are we going to leave about in the menu? Is there enough room? Do we need to put pricing in the menu? Are we not putting pricing on the site? So we go through all of these things and then we start building out what goes on each page. And then I have them start writing in a Google doc that we share this is what you're, I want you to write a section about, um, you know, a sentence about this. And then I put that in the Google doc and they write the sentence and I want you to put your bio here and edit it down to two paragraphs. And then they go wow. and they do that. So we worked in tandem in that way. And so now the average number of pages really depends on what that client needs. I work with a lot of nonprofits as well. And so they need a lot of pages. I feel like the nonprofit sites are actually more have more pages than the sites that are just like a service business. Um, the nonprofit sites have things like this is our partner page, this is our history page, like yeah. this is our you know board page, this is our members page. Like they have so many different things. Um, they have their annual reports and all that stuff. But a service based business is probably looking at anywhere from eight to ten pages at the most. Got it. Um, Product based businesses obviously have more because they've got things like shipping policies and all those other kind of stuff that they're doing. Um, So it really just depends on the client, but I didn't ever build anything that was, you know, 50,000 pages in that regard, but I did always uh, keep it small. Elizabeth, this has been such a fun interview and so value packed. I've got to ask you, I'll put you on the spot. Could could I get you back? Because I feel like we've just scratched the surface. Um, this is really good stuff. I believe me, I inter- I've been interviewing people for, for 10 plus years and you really know your stuff. So I'd like to get you back. But in the meantime, before I can do that, um, what would be a place where people can go learn, learn from you and, and connect with you? They can go to getabsolutemarketing.com and they can book a call with me or they can attend one of my free classes. So get absolute marketing. That's like get Jim Palmer. Jim Palmer was taken because exactly. he was a former Baltimore <laughs> Orioles pitcher. <laughs> I guess absolute marketing. Maybe that's about vodka. It I was, don't know. yeah. It was taken too. <laughs> that's great. Elizabeth, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Elizabeth Pampalone. And I'm telling you, this girl got it all going on with the marketing minimalist. And I will invite her back. Um, you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com if you're interested in the Dream Business Mastermind. That is Dream Biz Coaching, Dream B-I-Z Coaching. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, and I am the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. 
Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.